Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Adiola Depot here. Thank you so much for downloading Fight Night Extra. Remember, we're here every single Tuesday live on TalkSport 2. Myself and the great Gareth A. Davis. If you can't join us live, remember to subscribe to the Fight Night podcast channel. So much other great content there as well, such as Fight Night, Fight of My Life, and even the Mike Tyson story, The Boy from Brownsville. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. Good afternoon. If you love your boxing and your MMA, then obviously this is the show for you. Find an extra with myself, Adi Oladipo, and the great Gareth A. Davis, where we discuss all the latest from the world of combat sports. Today, we're going to be recapping a big night for Josh Warren, who became a two-time IBF featherweight champion of the world on Saturday night by beating Kiko Martinez in front of his home fans in Leeds. We'll discuss what next for the Leeds Warrior, and if he should target a domestic clash with Lee Wood or finally make that trip abroad to try and conquer America. It has been a busy week in the heavyweight division. We'll discuss the decision by Alexander Usyk to leave Ukraine to begin preparation for his rematch with Anthony Joshua. Rumours that a fight might be taking place in the Middle East as well. We'll discuss those. And we'll hear from Frank Warren and Dillian White's lawyer, Jeffrey Benz, who clashed live on TalkSport last week and asked who, if anyone, came out of on top of that exchange. Um, who actually came out of that looking good? Look, don't go anywhere. This is Final Extra on TalkSport 2. We've got many, many options on the, on the table. Obviously, domestically, Lee Wood is a massive fight. I've done my stadium fights here, so I, I wouldn't mind going to someone else's backyard. America, I've wanted to go over to America for, for many, many years. I actually plans to talk to Alexander Usyki, give him advices. So if he decides to, to make a fight, is this fight have to be some special messages? If my decision, if you ask me, if my decision will be to leave the country in this moment, maybe I, I, I decide to stay. The only fight that AJ wants right now is Alexander Usyk. You know, since he lost at Spurs, it's been on his mind. Wants to try and win his belts back. Wants to try and 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 correct the defeat. There's been nothing from Dillian to help promote this fight. That's the fact of life. You even wrote to us and said to us. We can't use his photographs on the poster. We're quietly confident in his training. He hasn't got any of the obligations of being having to do all this media stuff and, you know, as they wanted it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's just cracking on, man. 
The great Gareth A. Davis, how are you, sir? I'm very well. God, it's a busy time, isn't it? From, mm. you know, from Ukraine, world wars, um, Klitschko's, yep. Alexander Usyk, what happens next for Anthony Joshua, Josh Warrington injured, but amazing. Uh, there's just so much don't going forget, on. Don't forget the right hand that Will Smith landed on Chris Rock either. Uh, do you know what? That pales into total irrelevance as far as I'm concerned. Yes, no man ever likes his woman being insulted. And mm. there's all kinds of layers and nuance there, there of course, which we, we won't go into on this entertainment podcast today. <laughs> um, but, but, but you know what? It, 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 weirdly, having interviewed, Addy, having interviewed... Vladimir and Vitaly Klitschko for half an hour on Saturday morning and a lot of poignant mm. things that they talked to me about genocide and lo people losing their lives all the time and witnessing having to speak to the parents of children who's, who's, who've been blown up and killed with bombs in Ukraine and um, it really, really stayed with me and, you know, seeing the the, the just how how we as human beings yeah, to, the, to be the fair about it parallel, like yeah, completely the, different yeah. The, yeah, worlds apart worlds. polarizing yeah. worlds and how the whole world is suddenly fascinated by Will Smith slapping Chris Rock and and you know these, these it's the entertainment world but you know we 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 I don't know no I, no I, know. I know it's, exactly it's just weird what you're it's just weird it was it was it was the water cooler chat wasn't it mm. um on 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 Monday after the Oscars and you know we mustn't let We've got boxers involved in Ukraine. We've got... Um, we, we mustn't let that get out of the news agenda in my Agreed, view. agreed. Uh, you spoke to both Vladimir Klitschko and Vitaly Klitschko. We're going to hear a bit uh, from that conversation a bit later. Let's talk about Josh Warrington. Um, beat Cuco Martinez in front of his um, crazy fans. He really has some of the, the best fans I've ever seen in British boxing. Right up there with Ricky Hatton. Um, he got his belt back and that's what he classes at his belt because he never lost it in the ring. What did you make of Josh Warrington's performance? I thought it was fantastic. And you, when, you, when you see the context of the fact that he fought with a broken wrist yeah. and uh, a broken jaw, a fractured yeah. jaw in that fight, his tenacity was extraordinary. He took it to Kiko Martinez in the very beginning. I thought he looked rejuvenated and back to his best. He, he got caught a few times and he managed to wear it. Um, he was a bit dirty with his head I thought he, he could was. have had a point deducted I thought he was as well yeah, he's um, done that before with Mauricio yeah, Lara hasn't yeah. he yeah. well look he hasn't got great power but he mm. uses the third fist doesn't he <laughs> yeah. um, which yeah. is his forehead he, but but tactically he was burying and you don't want to give Kiko Martinez too much space we saw that with Kid Ga Galahad in the fight didn't yeah. we, in the fifth and sixth round where Galahad just relaxed a little bit too much gave Kiko Martinez space in the mid range and he exploited it with that big overhand right and you know, they, they probably did want to bury Kiko. In terms... He, look, he's 36. He looked like a 36-year-old. Mm. I got it completely wrong, the fight. Hands up on that. I thought Kiko might come late into the fight so and come strong. Yeah. Um, he was, it looks like he was kind of weathering the storm as well. After oh, the first incredible. knockdown, he's yeah. like, he got up as like, okay, if you want that type of fight, let's have that type of fight. Yeah, yeah. and I think... But in the seventh round, mercifully, Marcus McDonald stopped the fight. But you're right. The, 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 you've got to be wary of Martinez because he does come strong in fights and he's got this deep sense of of of, of, of heart and mm. stamina and drive and um but Warrington never let up he had a couple of a couple of rounds where he, t he, he boxed a bit more yeah. he was clever but they clearly decided to smother Martinez mm. and when he cut him it was a, a accident that first clash I think was an accidental it was 
clash of heads. You're you're kind of well, shaking your head but nodding. It was. There, you know, it, 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 the only reason I say it was like that is again because we've seen it before. But look, look, we'll discuss Josh yeah, Warrington yeah. in more depth a bit later. Is it Lee Wood next? Is it that trip to America? And what for Kiko as well? Some people have spoken about retirement. Some people said he will continue. We'll discuss it. AJ Usyk's the big news uh, this week. Um, Usyk has left Ukraine. He's gone to neighbouring Poland to begin training camp. Uh, it's on. It's on, the rematch is on, Gareth. Yeah, the rematch is on. It's where and when now, isn't it? Mm. Um, it's great news. It's great news for Anthony Joshua. It's great news for Alexander Usyk. And in my view, it's great news for um, Ukraine, mm. for the message that they can create with this. It's a very big fight. It becomes bigger than just a heavyweight, yeah. three belts, uh, heavyweight world title fight because they can give it give what's happening in Ukraine with the Russian invasion uh, uh, resonance as yes. well. But, and I know we'll discuss this in detail, and, and I know we're going to hear from the Klitschkos as well, um, it's very important, in my view, that it doesn't go to Saudi Arabia because it'll get buried if it goes there. It's got to come here. Yeah, it, it certainly has. Uh, we spoke about AJ maybe wanting or maybe he should have an interim fight because at the time we both believed that it was correct for maybe Usyk to stay in Ukraine. Uh, we do need to give credit to AJ not wanting that and going straight to the fire, don't we? Well, no, it's it's his best option. Yeah. Um, I think an interim fight was difficult for him. I I don't think he should have taken one. I think he should have waited for Usyk. And that's mm. it. It stretched on into September, October yeah. and so on. Um, yeah, he, he's in a difficult position. He's got the rematch clause. He's he's had a difficult fight against Alexander Usyk first time around September 25th. It's a date we'll all remember at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium because, you know, we, we didn't see the Anthony Joshua we no. expect to see. Usyk's a very tricky opponent. It's a difficult, difficult, awkward rematch. Um, but he'll be delighted. That'll give him a, that will have given him um, a real step, a real kick in his step in training camp, knowing that Usyk's now gone into camp as well. Because mm. He's no longer waiting. He's yeah. got an objective now. He's got probably a date, maybe even a, uh, more of a defined date than we know. Mm. I expect that fight to be to be signed, sealed, and delivered in the next seven to ten days. What we think in June? In, yeah, in late June? June, early July, I'd yeah. say. Mm. Outdoors in the UK, yeah. please. So many fights um, over the weekend, which is good and bad sometimes. It's difficult to cover all of them, but Sky yeah. put on a show headlined by Richard Riappol versus Dion Juma. Uh, Richard Riappol uh, got the stoppage. Um... It's difficult for them to try and navigate a route for Richard Rapport. That's what I'm thinking anyway, because he's beat Chris Billiam Smith. He's beat Tommy McCarthy. I don't think he's ready for a Lawrence Okoli or any of the other world champions. But I guess you just have to keep him winning if you're Rapport and hopefully a door opens somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Look, he showed that he's back to knowing what he is mm. on Saturday night. He the midnight train is a as he calls himself his ring, so, name, his ring sobriquet. Yeah, absolutely it's brilliant. love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, it just goes with him. Everything perfect, about him. It? We'll yeah. talk about his backstory later yeah. and stuff. I know we'll talk about it more in in, in the show today. But um, he. Dion Juma was undefeated. It was boxer versus puncher, but he did exactly what he needed to do. And I think Richard Riappor is a big, rough, tough, powerful fighter who's trying to finesse his boxing. But I just think he should just go out there. I think he'll finish with a record of... 22 and 3 or something like yeah. that get involved exactly in mean. being a fan stop trying pleaser. to be a boxer yeah. and just as you say midnight train yeah, exactly. just go through him wreck him go, go through he's him. a massive yeah. massive yeah, cruiser he really is absolutely just want to quickly mention um, this isn't wasn't even written down to discuss but Lee Selby had a fight in Argentina um, obviously former IBF featherweight champion I guess it's, it makes sense because we're talking about Josh Warrington he got stopped by a guy called Gustavo Lemos I think his name was uh, in the fifth round he um, got badly beaten up got badly beaten fight. up and yeah. I, I hope that's it 
for Lee Selby. I know mm. it's difficult. Boxers, they're the last to quit, aren't they? Boxers never want to stop. They think, you know, one more training camp. Let's try a different thing. He's moved up to lightweight from featherweight. And fingers crossed that's it for Lee Selby. Now, I don't want to see him beaten up like that. No, I agree. I think, you know, if you look at Lee Selby's career, um, he was so brilliant as a featherweight um, Welsh Mayweather, wasn't he? You know, yeah. The Welsh Mayweather yeah. it was so skilled. I was there the night he beat Evgeny um, Gradovich to win the uh, the IBF title. He was brilliant, absolutely brilliant that mm. night. You know, and he went on a run, and you know, five six fights did really well. Um, came up. I got the f- it wrong as well. He lost a split decision to Josh Warrington at Ellen Road. Uh, everyone, in, give us everyone got yeah. that wrong. Everyone, I've picked against Josh so many times. Yeah, everyone, yeah. I know, but but you can't and and uh, you can't anymore. And <laughs> yeah. you know, he's now as you say, Gustavo Daniel Lemos um, kind of bested him in uh, in Buenos Aires and um, in Argentina, and and it's now three losses in his last five. And mm. you know, like you say. The reason he's gone up to lightweight, he was finding it hard making the weight. He's a very tall, I think he's 5'9", so he's mm. a very tall featherweight. Um, and I, th- I think, you know, um, they thought that he could really fill out and do it at lightweight, but I just don't think he's got it 135. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he put a lot into that early career. And, and like you say, I think it probably is time now. You know, he's, he's, it's time for him to maybe call it a day. Look, Chris Sanigar, who's been with him all his career, yeah. is a great guy and he's a very honest man about boxing. Um, and I just hope Chris has... has uh, and, and Lee are on the same page in deciding what they want to do. Yeah, indeed. Uh, good win as well for Dan Aziz, by the way. He fought on that Richard Riappour card as well. He wants Anthony Yard next. Fingers crossed we can get those type of fights. We are seeing Craig Richards versus Joshua Boatze. You've always spoken about a light heavyweight tournament. And hopefully Dan Aziz, if he calls out Yard, I know they're on different platforms and different broadcasters, but who knows? Fingers crossed. It well, it's happen. great that he's calling out Yard, but the other side of it is... Um, timing for these fights. Mm. Um, you know, we're, we're going to get Craig Richards and Joshua Boatze. Um, as I said to you on last week's show, I'm not overwhelmed by it. Mm. I'm not underwhelmed either, but mm. it's a fight that should be happening. Yeah. Um, and it's a big fight for both men. Yeah, it certainly is. All right, you're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2 with DAZN, stream boxing anytime, anywhere with DAZN.com. Still to come, we'll be getting the latest from the heavyweight division as Alexander Usyk begins his preparation for the AJ rematch. And we'll discuss that debate between Frank Warren and and Jeffrey Benz, the lawyer of Dillian White. But next up, we're talking Josh Warrington. What next for him after becoming a two-time world champion? The reality of it is that I probably would have retired. You know, it, it takes maybe two or three years to build back up. I'm not saying I wasn't prepared to do that, but realistically, it would have been probably uh, probably retirement. So that's why I wasn't going to let anyone beat me that night. Welcome back. You're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2 and myself, Adi Lodipo, and the great Gareth A. Davis. All right, let's take a look back at the big fight between Josh Warrington and Kiko Martinez in partnership with The Zone. Big Fight Roundup on TalkSport 2 with DAZN. Stream boxing anytime, anywhere with DAZN.com. Gareth, um, great night of boxing, isn't it? Leeds, in terms of fans and the noise they create, I know it's a bit sort of um, I don't know, maybe recency bias, but I just think they're the, the loudest fans there are in the country. 
Yeah, there's well. Also, I think you know when you look at Josh Warrington's fought twelve of his last fifteen fights. There, he's really brought, yeah. um, brought up an audience for himself, and they, they they love him, and he's a brilliant guy. There's a documentary about fighting for a city, so that's kind mm. of exploded it even more. He was the I think I don't know if he still is, but he was the chairman of the Leeds United Supporters Club at oh, one that, point. That's that, that is so it, yeah. so so a confluence of things has helped to kind of generate um, massive local support for him. You can argue that outside the heavyweights he's the most followed boxer in Britain and he, he always draws a big crowd so um, I think there's there's th- that that raucous nature of that Leeds crowd I mean I, I you know we mentioned Lee Selby and and, and he fighting um, at Ellen Road it was an unbelievable oh. night Lucas Radaby was there carrying mm. the belts and all this kind of stuff it was a brilliant night um, and I think you know with someone like Josh Warrington he's the perfect example of um, what you do in building a local fighter. It's what they do in America a lot before mm. they go to Vegas or before they go to Madison Square Garden in New York. They build a local fighter in Ohio or in Arkansas or, or in Detroit or yeah. in Chicago before you, or their hometown, before you take them. National. Look at Terence Crawford. Yeah. Does he really sell out a 20,000 T-Mobile arena? He no. hasn't really. No. Like They're not flocking to see him. We're very fortunate here. Same with like an Andre Ward. Yeah, Never exactly. Did. Andre Never Ward did. as well. Yeah, mm. exactly. Mm. It, it, it's difficult. You know, he... I, I remember one of his... Well, you know, I went to see Andre in, in, um, in Oakland, where he's from, San Francisco. And, you know, it wasn't... When I've watched him fight all over America, it, it, it they're never sold out nope. that you can't get a ticket. For yeah. it. Even the two fights with Sergei Kovalev, mm. yes, there was a decent audience in there. There was for the second fight more because it there had been controversy in the first fight. But it's an issue they've got in America. Deontay Wilder, Same. again, can't really sell out big yeah. stadiums. Devin Haney, they're yeah. struggling. Yeah, they're and look struggling. at Two hours, Tyson yeah. Fury, 100,000 or 85,000 at the time. Fans. And Calm Brook. Calm Brook. Like that. Unbelievable atmosphere. Yeah. Incredible night. Can't get a ticket for it. We're very fortunate that we have such fervent fans mm. uh, in, 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 in this country and for our sports. For Josh Warrington, it's brilliant. And it's one of the reasons why he's fought there 12 out of the last 15 times because he will always be making money from those fights and they're always big fights. But he craves a big fight in Las Vegas or New mm. York. Is it? Is it good? Look, well, before we talk about it, let's hear from Josh Warrington, the Leeds Warrior. He was earlier on with Simon Jordan and Jim White and we asked him the question, what next? Well, we've got many, many options on the, on the table. Obviously, domestically, Lee Wood is a massive fight. You know, he's, he's talked about fighting at the city ground. I've done my stadium fights here, so I, I wouldn't mind going to someone else's backyard. You know, I've done the Edinley Stadium, I've done Ellen Road, I've done the Leeds Arena 11, 11 times. And there's also my, um, America, you know, I've, I've I've wanted to go over to America for, for many, many years now. You know, when I won the, the world title first time back in 2018, you know, I've talked about going over to America after that, so the support that follows me has been very patient and they've been wanting to you know they've had the passports that they're ready they've had the credit cards that they're ready as well so <laughs> I would like to uh, get to America just to take that box off Josh I tell you mate and you deserve it you you must be one of the best supported fighters on the planet I mean the support you get is amazing isn't it it is Jimmy it's, it's very special you know I, I, I said on Saturday night I, we don't do the, the numbers that the big boys do like um, you know the everywhere but they're an attraction what the, the support that I have is, is loyal. Is, is loyal and it's real. You know, the full thick and thin. They've been there like over the years. 
as you say, it's got bigger and bigger. And um, you know, Fulfi, like I say, Fulfi was ups and downs after the defeat to Lara. They turned out to see me get revenge. Obviously, that didn't happen because um, the fight getting stopped early. In the bid to become a two-time world champion, they come out again. You know, they made the, the, themselves heard. They were noisy, they're passionate, and um, I'll be forever indebted to everyone who comes along and supports me because they are a special kind, and um, I can't think I'm all enough. Great to hear from Josh Warrington. Josh Warrington, by the way, is in hospital with a broken jaw doing that interview. I mean, if that doesn't sort of epitomise the Leeds Warrior tag, then I guess nothing does. Mm. Um, in terms of what next, Gareth, if you were like advising Josh, there are those fights in America, unification fights, Navarati, maybe they can finally get Leo Santa Cruz back down to featherweight, Mark McSayo. But surely, surely it's Leewood, either at Ellen Road, City Ground, 40,000, you, you segregate the fans, 20 Lee, 20 Josh. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's what will happen. I mean, Leewood was there ringside, wasn't he, on Saturday night? Mm. They're both promoted by Eddie Hearn. Um, so it's a natural fight that's going to be made. And and the good thing is, like, like you you can you can just picture it. Yeah. Huge, like I say, <laughs> you, segregating the crowd is is, yeah, uh, is, that's is an important thing. <laughs> yeah. um, both both sets of vociferous fans. Lee Wood has just kind of risen in a similar way, hasn't mm. he? With uh, the, the Josh Warrington rose. So that's the fight for me. Do that next. I mean, they'll talk about Leo Santa Cruz. They'll talk about Navarrete, Magsayo, all these guys. That they're really tough opponents mm. for. Warrington, in my view, at this stage in his career, but here I am picking against him again. We've um, all done it, haven't we? But yeah, yeah I know. But, but I think that will happen next. Yeah. I think it's a natural one for Eddie Hearn, for DeZone, and I think we can see a big stadium fight. It's whether they go to Nottingham or they go to Leeds, but I think they'll go to Leeds. Yeah, I, I agree with you as well. I think they will go to Leeds. Uh, Co-main event: Ebony Bridges won the IBF bantamweight title, beating beating the Argentine Maria Cecilia Roman. Was that quite? Was that I? Get it correct there, the pronunciation? Bastante bien. <laughs> Was that mean? quite good? Okay, quite, quite good. good. I'll, yeah. take that. I'll take that. Um, it's weird because it turned into a phone booth fight. I remember doing my preparation beforehand. No, I, I thought watching... you'd glued the two of them together yeah, when the like, bell went. What's going on? Like, it was unbelievable. Yeah, uh, credit to Ebony Bridges. And, you know, she has uh, detractors, but she does it her way. And now she's an IBF band. Detractors for what, though? What, 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 why are there detractors? Yes, she uses too many expletives, mm. which you had to deal with on Saturday night. And I've advised her so many times, don't swear. You're very beautiful. You're incredibly physical. You've got an incredible physique. You were a bodybuilder in the past. Yeah, uh, she was, um, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah bodybuilder. Yeah, was body, a body, yeah, no, bodybuilder. Yeah, bodybuilder. She was yeah. A, uh, um, a showing bodybuilder, wasn't she? She was in competitions. And that's why her, her stripping off for... Um, that's for normal the for her, by the way. They, it is, exactly. Yeah. And she does the posing. That's why Eddie Hearn has to avert his eyes sideways. <laughs> it's a bit of a thing now, isn't it? But, you know, we should celebrate her. I mean, I've been harangued for saying that, you know, comparing, I'm going to say it again. Ali. Com comparing her to Muhammad Ali in women's boxing. Yeah. You needed to get the context in there. Yeah, because there's, a whole, there yeah, there's a whole context yeah. with yeah. that. But people love to, to stick on the top line and keep going on about it. But... She is different. Mm. Um, and it's great, you know, it's great she's adopted, she's now a Leeds United fan. I don't know if they, if she fights in London, she's going to become a Chelsea fan or a Spurs <laughs> fan. Or, um, but, um, you know, <laughs> she she put her heart and soul into that she on did. Saturday night. She has done with her career. And you could tell early on that, you know, that she was going to just give everything in it. Like you say, they could have had uh, that fight in, I don't know, two foot square, couldn't they? Yeah. And they literally did. And she uh, she, she was the deserved winner. I thought the cards were a little bit yeah, wide. One of them was 191. Her. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like, agree with that. But, but uh, yeah. Roman was not that bad at all. But mm. uh, yeah, good on her. And it's brilliant to see her succeed. Yeah, 
the money fight for her. And again, I asked her after the, after the fight, what do you want next? And I said, Shannon Courtney's there. The rematch, they yeah. hate each other. Oh, to do. the point where she was like, no, Shannon Courtney's like, I don't want to fight. I was like, what's wrong with you two? This is the money fight. There's money on the table for it. So I'm sure Eddie's going to somehow make it happen. But surely that's the one. It's weird, isn't it? Women have a different... Um, women boxers. Um, they have generally have less ego. There's less slanging at mm. each other. There's less sledging. Um, but when... When when they're scorned by the other one, they may not meet in a ring. You know, yeah. they they it, like you say Eddie Hearn's gonna have to get them in a ring because they just genuinely don't like each no, other, and yeah. I think they they may struggle to want to do that for each other. Weirdly, I know, I know exactly what you mean. You yeah. know, it's a, it's I, I, it may not happen. If there's enough money on the table, they'll take it. It's gonna be a very close fight second time around. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll finally end on this one from the fight card. Maxi Hughes. Uh, defeating Ryan Walsh uh, to retain his IBO lightweight title. Um, he wants to fight in America. Everyone wants to, everyone wants to go to America, don't they? Um, he wants the opportunity. I remember when he beat um, Giovanni Straffon at Headingley, and I interviewed him after, and he was like, what do you want next? And he was like, Devin Haney. I just, want a, I just want a chance. I want a chance. Whether I win or lose, I just want to go in there against someone that's really, really good and see what I can do. Ryan Walsh was game, but just, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a natural featherweight going up a couple of weight classes, and you could just see the size difference in the ring. It just wasn't for him, but... Well done, Maxi Hughes. That's a, that's a good two years for Maxi Hughes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to say as well, if I can just drop it in. Go on. The three Walsh brothers, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do love them, and I did go up and spend a day with them in Chroma. That must uh, have just been crazy. Lockdown. No, it was amazing. Yeah. And we had a wonderful time with them. You know, they all three live together like the Beatles mm. with all <laughs> yeah. their kids and their wives and girlfriends. What, like and, houses next to each other? <clears throat> yeah, and I met their mum as well, and she's, there's like 16 grandchildren. It's, it's, they're a br they are a brilliant addition to British boxing. I'd yeah. love to get all three of them in the studio with us one day. We'd have to do about five hours. But, mm. um, yeah, I mean, I think Walshy was was just not big enough. Maxi yeah. Hughes, he boxed him, he beat him up. He he was clinical. He looked really good. I'm looking at the lightweight division. Go on. Um, just let me read these names out. George Cambosos, Devin Haney, Oof. Basil Lomachenko, Ryan Garcia, Jorge Linares. Um, who else is there that really That's an interesting mentioning? one. Um, if he stays yeah. down there, well, Jorge. If Jorge hasn't retired yet, Linares, that's an interesting one. Linares is, is yeah. thinking about calling it a day, but Richard Comey's out there. You know, um, there's 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 opportunities. Co I like I like those two. Jorge Linares. Oh no, he's gone up. Jorge Linares and Richard Comey in America. Yeah, I like yeah. those for him. Yeah, but so there's there's there's. I mean, man, it's 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 a stack. So there's, <laughs> there's Lemos who's just beaten Selby. Yeah, avoid um, that one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but um, look. Um, uh, Lemos is three with the IBF and Maxi's 11 so you know you never know yeah you never know indeed alright you're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2 with the zone remember stream boxing anytime anywhere with DAZN.com still to come we'll discuss a heated debate between Frank Warren and Dillian White's lawyer uh, Jeffrey Benz which played out live on TalkSport by the way it happened last week Friday but next up we'll be discussing AJ versus Usyk after the champion left Ukraine to begin his training camp when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And maybe in three months the country will be not exist. Difficult decision. Maybe ten days ago I spoke to Alex Krasik and Team Usik and things honestly didn't sound great. Usik's in Ukraine. I felt that actually he wouldn't be ready to fight by the end of June. We've said to Team Usyk, look, if you need more time, September, October, whatever, we'll, we'll delay it, we'll give you more time, but we want to fight. Welcome back. You're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2 and myself, Adi Lodipo, the great Gareth A. Davis. Uh, the big news uh, this week in boxing in the heavyweight division is that we are going to see the rematch between Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk. There were times in the last sort of couple of months where you thought maybe it won't happen there was talks about maybe a step aside there was talks about AJ having an interim fight no we are going to see it. Alexander Usyk's confirmed so on his own social media channels he has now gone to neighboring Poland he will begin training camp there and um, it's good news for heavyweight boxing it's good news for boxing I mean AJ alongside Canelo is the biggest star in boxing and I think it continues this great run that we sort of had in 2021 that's continuing now in 2022 uh, and this run from now, by the way, until June is incredible in terms of the names and the fights. And this could be the big one that kind of puts the icing on top of the cake. Oh, no, there's no question about that. We've wanted... You, you go back a year and you think that kind of... We were thinking that we weren't getting at Joshua against Tyson Fury, weren't we, at this yeah, point last yeah. year? So, you know, it was the big one. Yeah. And everything else was going to feed off that and it was going to sustain boxing for the next <laughs> year. Um, but it... Boxing has a terrible habit of sabotaging itself and shooting itself in the foot over mm. and over again. Um, if we can hear that this fight is over the line in the next, I don't know, seven to ten days, as I mentioned, mm. I think we are set for the season uh, being a great one. And then everything else can fall into play. Will, place. Will Deontay Wilder uh, still fight? Will... Um, will you think I, will, he will, sorry. I, I don't know. I'm not so sure. I mean, yeah, he, nice. doesn't, he doesn't... I think what happens is these guys have a hiatus and they've earned a lot of money and then their athletic bent rises again and, and, and they want to get back in there. Um, I don't know about Deontay. I think he can only have big fights now, but I'd mm. love to see him in against 
you know, a Dillian White, yeah. depending on what happens with Dillian, uh, and Anthony Joshua. Ruiz. Uh, yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Ruiz as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, I think he beats a lot of them. Yes, I, 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 I really yeah. do. Yeah. I still do think he's the number two in the world. Yeah, I think he beats uh, all the three names you mentioned, if yeah. I'm honest with you. Yeah, yeah. But, but going back to your original uh, question, yeah, if, if, if Joshua and Usyk get signed, I think we're in for an amazing summer. And, and again, if it doesn't go to Saudi, and I don't think it will, um, again, we've got two massive global fights here in the UK. We are so blessed at the moment, Eddie, believe me. You mentioned at the top of the show it being almost good for Ukraine, uh, Alexander Usyk will fight. What about for Alexander Usyk in terms of his own headspace, where he will be in the lead-up to this? This is someone that I'm guessing, I don't know what his mind's right, right now, but would he have wanted to leave Ukraine? to do this no maybe We've not seen but... Vasily Lomachenko sort of say no I'm not going to take the Kambosos fight I'm staying in Ukraine and I almost sort of picture them two together in their mind in their thinking yeah I mean look this this is this is heavyweight boxing in 1939 Max Schmeling and uh, Joe Lewis fought and had messages from their presidents you know and mm. um, you know or certainly Max Schmeling uh, got a message from Goebbels and I think Hitler in his dressing room Adolf Hitler um, it was seen as the Nazis versus the free west and yeah. Joe Lewis an African American got messages from Roosevelt it's you know for me Yusuf's got 40 million Ukrainians supporting him and 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 the rest of the world outside Russia he's yeah. he will he will feel amazing he will he will may not even he may have to deal with too much attention um because he's he's going to be the A side in this believe it or yeah. not even though Joshua's the A side in terms of the finance mm. it's a massive opportunity in a historical fight um one that will be seen as it, with having huge importance outside the sports yeah. and on a bigger platform, you know, war. Um, and, and I think I think he, apart from leaving his family behind, as you mentioned, to go to Poland, to go into training camp, it's a massive opportunity for him to um, really represent his country in the, in the way that he actually knows best. I mean, yeah. I spoke to the... Klitschko brothers about him at the weekend I uh, was, was very lucky to get them on, on an interview on Skype from their office in inverted commas in Kiev um, I used to say Kiev but now we all say Kiev um, and uh, they told me that they fully back him uh, wanting to fight outside uh, Ukraine and, and fight Anthony Joshua but they weren't sure whether they would have been able to make that decision for themselves. Here's what they said. We just uh, a couple of hours ago today morning have a conversation with Vladimir from one side to unite the nations to have a stage to deliver very important messages to Ukrainian from one side. From another side to leave the country and maybe in three months the country will be not exist difficult decision i don't know it's not clear answer for this question it's um, it's decision by himself but uh, it's very important we know uh, to be pro ukrainian and everywhere where are you uh, to deliver very important messages yeah. i actually, i have a, i actually plans to talk to alexander usiki give him advices so if he decide to to make a fight uh, is this fight have to be have to be some special messages? If my decision, if you ask me, if my decision will be to leave the country in this moment, maybe I I, I decide to stay. I think you would stay. I, that, the position you're in, you would stay. There's no question I, about it. 
I will I will probably practical example, not the theory, and we probably need to finish our interview now. Alexander Usyk was fighting in Moscow. Ukrainian flag and Ukrainian atom was played before the match. How else can you have a chance to raise Ukrainian flag in Moscow and play Ukrainian atom in Moscow? None of the politicians, no one is going to get it. But through the athletic side, it was done. And it, it it's just something, and I believe it's, one more time, we, 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 we're discussing about it and there are like different uh, stages. It depends how, it depends what is going to be, um, as, as ambassador, what the message is going to be. Yeah. Uh, but whatever decision will be out there, I just, um, I just wish it's going to be pro-Ukrainian and advantages for Ukraine and put Ukraine one, once again on the world map. And it is extremely important that this attention, this support on different stages. A fascinating interview there uh, from Gareth O'Davis speaking to Vitaly and Vladimir Klitschko. You can listen to the full interview and watch the full interview on Gareth A. Davis's YouTube channel as well. Um, some interesting things there from um, Vitaly Klitschko, especially speaking about the fact that, you know, he wouldn't have been able to, to leave and go and do this fight. Um... They're too deeply involved in it. They're, they, they're involved in, when you hear about on a daily basis, because they can't take their mindset back now. When you hear, we didn't hear it in that interview, but when Vladimir's saying that life changed in the blink of an eye, it's changed their mindset on life. How that you, 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 you're, you're living in peace, you're celebrating everything, you're celebrating creativity, and in the blink of an eye, life's changed and it's destruction and war and there's dead children and buildings blown up and that that someone can do this to you that they're, they're in shock they they've been doing it for 30 days um and so they can't remove their mindsets every day they are working on keeping the water running the electricity running you know and Vitaly's the mayor of Kiev and and and, and Vladimir is his aide at the moment mm. basically they're together they're inseparable Vladimir almost has become the <clears throat> voice to yeah, exactly us. Yeah. You know, those yeah. that follow, I, I yeah. see his sort of clips that he puts out on Twitter all the time and it gives you a real insight uh, rather than, you know, follow sort of in the news channels, you're almost getting a direct insight as to what's going on. And for him to be there alongside his brother is just, I find it incredible. Yeah, they, 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 incredible. they couldn't contemplate leaving at the moment, I think, because they know that that's a bigger, bigger job for them. They know that they're targets. But I think... As you can hear there, they they know that if Alexander Usyk goes and does the right thing, it will keep um, Ukraine on the map. And here's the thing. This is what happens in the world, unfortunately. Do you remember the war in Syria? Mm -hmm. People have started forgetting it. Aleppo is flattened. Assad is still in power. And nothing good came of it in the end. When when news like the, the, the war in Ukraine has been on the agenda for a while... Uh, this is human nature and it's human it's how news reporting happens it slides off the agenda eventually yes. so they, it's a good way of keeping it on the agenda it's a very important issue that's going on right now you know we talked at the top about the Will Smith Chris um, Rock, Rock. Um, Oscars slap that was the big news of Monday not thousands of people hells into comparison it, it, it does it does so so it's inherent on us and it's inherent on the media and it, maybe it's inherent on Alexander Usyk and the Klitschko brothers to keep this at the forefront of people's minds I, I remember last week when there were rumours that this was going to happen and I, I asked you the question 
what if, and look, fingers crossed, this isn't the case, but what if the situation worsens in Ukraine? Surely Alexander Usyk isn't going to continue with the fight. I th- I thought a few weeks ago that he would not ever leave and yeah. that he would stay in Ukraine and um you know and stay with his family but maybe his decision mm. is not for himself it's actually for, a bigger decision and I'm sure there'll be donations from it I'm sure he'll say that he's going to give some of his purse could, yeah, yeah. all those kind of things that I'm sure that the event might give you know 10 pounds from every ticket there's so many good things that can come out of it and at the end of the day it's two guys duking it out in a in a ring 24 foot by 24 foot for the greater good and a night of entertainment rather like there's you know Ed Sheeran's and the mu- and the music concert in raising yeah. money for Ukraine yeah. it, it can be seen as as a great event that's helping the world. Indeed. Just before we wrap up on this one, uh, venue. Um, again, these are, things, these are the things that, yeah, it's got to be, hasn't it? can't it? be Saudi. It's, it's be. wrong. It's wrong yeah. ethically, morally, and it won't have the same resonance, Addy. Mm. You know that. It won't. Mm. We all know that. Yeah. Can't go to Saudi just because they're plumping up 80 to 90 million pounds for it. I don't think it's a good idea. It's not signed, I'm told, anyway, I, mm. uh, by Eddie Hearn. It's not signed yet. It's just one of the site options. One of the options, indeed. All right, you'll listen to Final Extra on TalkSport 2. Next up, we're staying in the heavyweight division, but we're talking Fury versus White, and we'll recap a very heated exchange between Frank Warren and Dillian White's lawyer, Jeffrey Benz. You're a lawyer, Jeff, and I'm going to say this. As a lawyer, and, this, and, I'm, and I'm, as I say, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm going to say, you're a liar. Well, Frank, you, so might, you, might, get liable, so Frank, you might you might get to test that out. Frank, you might get to test that out in court. It's been stupid games of clawing things tooth and nail while they try to stack the deck in favor of Tyson Fury and against Dillian White. Welcome back. You're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2 with myself, Adi Lodipo, and the great Gareth A. Davis. Let's not forget Fury versus White live on TalkSport April 23rd. It's been billed as the biggest British heavyweight fight ever. That's what it's been billed as. I guess before that, you're looking at sort of Frank Bruno, Lennox Lewis as the one. This is bigger, isn't it? Well, we, there was Henry Cooper and Joe Bugner. That was a yeah. massive fight from years ago where was Bugner that, was won. Was that in and, Tottenham? Oh, I cannot remember now, but Tottenham, it might have been yeah. at Tottenham, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd have to look it up. I think it might have been. I think it might have been. <laughs> you know, nothing normally stumps the great Gareth A. Davis. He is the encyclopedia when it comes to boxing. He will get it for us as well. But look, April 23rd, it will be live on Talk Sport. Um, now, I think this was a bit crazy what happened last week, Friday. Uh, Jeffrey Benz, Dillian White's, Dillian White's lawyer, apologies, and Frank Warren, Tyson Fury's promoter, were live on Talk Sport with Jim White and Simon Jordan. And Gareth, they went at it. They went at it for a good 10 minutes, back and forth about contracts, money being in escrow, comp tickets. I mean, look, it was good for us as fans and listeners, but for Dillian White and Frank Warren, I thought it was embarrassing. Let's listen to a bit of it. Clause 11 of that contract, it says, the boxers shall reasonably promote the bout, the WB sanction of the bout, and the WBC heavyweight championship positively in their social media accounts. Dillian has not posted one thing about this fight. Why, why is that, is Jeff? That, is that not a contractual obligation, Jeff, Mr. Lawyer? Well, Mr. Warren, it is not contractually defined as to what that means. You tell me what's reasonable, buddy. Let me ask you a question, for once, try and be honest. Was there an offer made to you to put the money into escrow or not? 
there was never any offer to put the money into escrow that was with an escrow agreement and terms and the ability to do it. None of it. You're a lawyer, Jeff, and I'm going to say this as a lawyer. And, this, and, and, I'm, and I'm, as I say, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm going to say you're a liar. Well, Frank, you so might, you might get to libel. test that out. So Frank, you might, you might get to, Frank, you might get to test that out in court. But I would say to you, it makes a lot more sense for us to start talking to each other directly than through the radio. So if you want to do it this way, I'm happy to do Adhere it. Adhere to the contract that you got your clients to sign. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Look, if you want to see the full interview, and I'm sure you guys all do want to see the full interview, just go over to TalkSport Boxing's YouTube page and, um, yeah, enjoy it. Um, Gareth, again, look, the winners are the TalkSport listeners. That They would have enjoyed that. It started trending over social media. Everyone's like, Addy, are you listening to TalkSport right now? It's like, what's going on? But if you're Dillian White... If you're Dillian White's team, if you are Frank Warren, I find it quite embarrassing, the whole thing. Well, it, it, it's worry, it was worryingly attritional, doesn't it? Wasn't it? Um, we're a month out from the fight. We're expecting 100,000 people at Wembley, a big build-up in fight week. I, I doubt whether Dillian White's going to turn up to the press conference listening to that. It probably turns up for the weigh-in, which yeah. is his contractual <laughs> yeah. obligation. And Imagine the he does the weigh-in from Portugal and then well, flies out. Yeah, but he can't, can he? He's got no, to he do the weigh-in yeah. and he's got to do... I've looked into this. He's got to do the weigh-in and he's got to do the fight. I mean... Why did his lawyer, his lawyer is sticking strictly to the terms of the basic, you know, fight contract. Um, they don't believe he's earned enough. They're sticking to the fact that 20% of the, or the 80-20 split wasn't right for him. But but to hear the attrition, to hear the two sides kind of uh, um, going at it like that, it worried me this close to the fight. Mm. Um, that, And I hope maybe that washed something out and they will get round a table or have since. That was last Friday, wasn't it? So... Um, but you know, I, I mean, I don't know if Jeff, Jeffrey Ben's in boxing. I haven't really heard of him in boxing yeah. before. Um, Dillian White's silence has been painful the whole time. None of us have got an invite out to Portugal to Portugal to go and yeah. see him in training camp. He's he's locked in his fortress out there. Um, he doesn't live in a fortress. He's locked in the fortress training yeah. camp. I, I I'm I'm building a picture um, good picture but it feels like he's locked it in does. a fortress it feels like he's not allowed out no exactly or, like, or to speak yeah it's not like allowed out gagged. you're not allowed to say anything and, and, your and biggest fight of your career and yeah. you can't really do yeah. what he loves yeah. to do which yeah. is sell it yeah and I do, I'm really unkind to Jeffrey Benz but he really needs to crane his neck in mm. I mean it, 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 look Frank Warren was clearly irked as well and, and look he signed a contract so this contract signed just say we're not doing any of the obligations that's fine but as Warren was saying, why? Oh, and the escrow as well. There's no contractual contractual obligation to have the escrow. Of course, the, the escrow is there. Is that a, is that a, a Dillian White side not trusting that the money yeah, is well, there? Well, he said he fight. said it on air. He we said, don't trust it. You know, Warren called him a liar on air, didn't he? Yeah. And uh, and 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 Jeffrey Ben said, "We know what you've done in the past, Frank." I mean, there was lots. <sighs> of There's going to be so many around, legal you know. ramifications. Yeah, there are. There are. Yeah. It, 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 look, it happens in boxing. Look, the great Don King, who. Uh, who who uh, sued Frank Warren and won his case against Frank years and years ago? They worked together, didn't they? Mm. Um, for for a time, and you know Don King's back in action now, and he's got the uh, the purse bid for Trevor Bryan against Daniel, Daniel Dubois. Dubois. So yeah. we'll By see the way, that them was a big purse bid. That's, that surprised me. That, but, uh. but that, that Warren won't have been worried about it because it means Daniel gets a good payday, and I think Trevor Bryan's a perfect opponent for him. Mm. It is interesting between us. You know, when you uh, you said you're worried this happening so close to a fight. Are you saying you're worried in the, in the sense that the fight might not happen? 
Well, no, but I just worry that 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 we might be on tenterhooks all the way to the end. Like, imagine fight week that you do, you don't see Dillian White at the workouts. You don't you, but you know he's in town. Mm. You don't see Dillian White. Are they going to do it separately for some of the media? Are we going to see Dillian White? Is he going to 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 sit down and speak with us? He's not there at the press conference. So where is he? Do oh, does it mean? I'm thinking logistically on a personal level. Even mm. want to want to speak to the guy. Want to find out what he's been doing. You've got a relationship with him as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, but but it's you know I went over there for D A Z N to zone to interview him uh, um, last October November. Um, it was last October. Um, what if you're BT Sports right now as well? Obviously, look, this is going yeah. on box office. You're trying to sell it, and it will sell. But surely you're thinking we want it. You've had all the plans. We're like, okay, we're going to do a twenty four seven style thing in the lead up to it. You know, cameras in Portugal following Dillian White, cameras in Morecambe following Tyson Fury. That's all scrap now. You might do the Tyson Fury side, but there is no going to to Portugal and doing a Dillian White side. You're going to be livid. Well, Tyson Fury is is the best one man entertainment show in in sports, basically, yeah, isn't he? he? he I is, mean, he he's he's phenomenal, and I think. If there was proof that Dillian White is the B-side, it was the selling of the tickets. Mm. I know that they get blocked out and, and bought. But happens of all big fights. Yeah, it does. Happens, it happens of all big, big fights. fights. AJ fights, yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, happens those, there were 170,000 people in that online queue mm. for 85,000 tickets, weren't there? So the, the, people were, were not there... Because they'd heard yes, ten thousand were resellers, maybe twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah. You're still no, going to give one hundred and fifty thousand legit people. But what all I'm saying is, it didn't take it. It, it didn't take Dillian White mm. being there to sell it. They didn't need him. Mm. So, you know, it's 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 a pity. And I said it all along. I've got harangue for it. Dillian White may regret that in the long term. He may not. It may work for him psychologically. We've discussed these things, and and maybe he wins out of it in that sense. And. It's a huge fight. I mean, and I mentioned to you, of course, and we're just going to put this right for you on the on, show. Go on. 50 years ago was March the 16th, 2021, when uh, Henry Cooper, the controversial fight between Henry Cooper and Joe Bugner, which divided fans for many ensuing years, the fable fight took place at the Empire Pool Wembley, Addy. Where's that? What's that now? Is that now not, Wembley Arena? That's the o Ovo... Mm. Ovo... Arena at Wembley that's okay. changed its name from the SSE Arena. It keeps changing, doesn't it? Yeah. It's almost like the crypto.com. Is it the OVO because it's D A Z N now? Is it the OVO or I don't know what are we is. are we just doing acronyms? What are <laughs> yeah, we doing? I don't know anymore. That's what people seem to be doing. All right, this has been a very fun and very insightful uh, fine extra on Talksport too. A big thanks to Gareth A. Davis for joining me. I uh, can't wait to do this one again next week. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for downloading our Fight Night Extra. Remember, we're back every single Tuesday for more great content. And if you miss us, make sure you subscribe to Fight Night to catch up on all our other episodes. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. 
What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.